What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. That's right, John. It's too late to turn back now. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. It's finally Friday, June 16th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is episode 882 of The Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Brian's co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, will be joining him here at the end of the show for the, uh, no, at the end of the second hour for the birthday game. Oops, I am not Brian Hanks. Heck no, I am Linda Whittington. Brian has let me sit in for just a few minutes to make a special announcement. I am so excited, beyond excited. Excited. I'm ecstatic. I'm so proud of him. Brian yesterday was awarded the Small Business of the Year Award for the Brian Hanks Show. He is now an award winning Brian Hanks Show radio talk show. Yes! Look at you all clapping. Woo! And wow. Yes, and here is Brian Hanks and show. Um, Intern. Intern, <laughs> Scott Whittington. Oh, I know Scott. That's the same last name as me. Hey, Mom. Hey, <laughs> hey dude. Hey, dude. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to Brian a little bit on the air this morning about his prestigious award he received. And I am absolutely, I mean, here we are. What is it? We're doing this live 7 o'clock, so what, uh, 18 hours away from when it happened? I am still as blown away now as I was. In. <laughs> Thank you, executive producer Linda and show intern Scott. You are certainly sure. welcome. I just listen. One of the craziest, best, mo- most fun days of my life was yesterday, Linda yeah, Whittington. I loved it. And it was epic. I I don't know what to say other than I mean we're going to get the thank yous here in a second, but the biggest thank you obviously has to go to this beautiful, gorgeous. Woman, sorry, not you, uh, Scott. Okay, no, it's yeah. right. <laughs> but uh, leave those, put those back on. <laughs> I get ready for work here in a minute. I know you do. It's I know okay, you do. A minute. But listen, thank you. You nominated me for this award. It's the uh, uh, Small Business uh, Award of the Year that is given by the Lenore County Chamber of Commerce. That's I had right, no idea. Yeah. I got to tell you, I guess the coolest thing about this whole process yesterday was that. Uh, you know, we it, let's lay it out there. And yeah. she's actually yeah. going to be our second-hour guest. Our yeah. first second-hour guest is Richie Honeycutt. We had found out. You had let me know. I guess you yes. had talked to the people. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that uh, that she was going to win the uh, uh, pinnacle the, of achievement. The ama- that That's the, uh, the that's top. Ep- yep. It very is. prestigious. Very. It's an honor to be um, awarded that. It is. It's the top award for a female business mm-hmm. person in Lenore County. Yes. It is. Yeah, it's it given is. every year by the Chamber of Commerce, and 
Uh, you and I had found out about it. We went and got flowers yesterday uh-huh. for. Uh, should we should we give a, a shout out to the where we got the flowers to the flowers? Yeah. Ryder Florist. Ryder Florist is where Beautiful we got them. And let me tell you, you know how Brian is procrastinating and likes to do you see the cat walking yes. across the yard out there? Uh, listen, want to thank Evelyn Mazingo. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a oh, beautiful, yeah. uh, beautiful array bouquet, of flowers. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so you and I were going for that. Well, I was going for that. You knew better. And so we got went and picked up our flowers, and we were all excited about watching Richie win this because she had no idea, too. Yeah, uh, she had and, no idea. And uh, I, <laughs> I could tell everybody now, I was getting ready to go to the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'd have stopped him. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted to be there because I had to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be there when Richie got her award. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I could stick it out a couple more minutes. And I, I'm glad I did. And yeah. Danny Rice, man, he Danny was started reading or, you know, reading from his script or whatever. And, and I... I think it got me when he said he came here in 2002 as a journalist. Yeah. And I was like, what? Wait, what? Yes. I had my camera fa- uh, focused on him, on Brian. And the I could tell the moment Brian realized, his whole face just was like, oh. Well, first I was mad. <laughs> mad. <laughs> Scott Whittington, did you ever know that your mother could be deceitful and devious? Yes. yes. You did? Yes. yes. I had no idea, Linda. And I've got to tell you, Spence, thank you. Spence just sent in a congratulations, dude. Mm-hmm. Spence, you're a big part of this. I'm getting ready to get that here in a second. But uh, it was just an awesome thing. Uh, he, fin- I, I'm going to be, as someone who has spoke to a lot of groups, Linda, mm-hmm. through my, you know, you've seen me do it. And I've spoken at uh, to hundreds of people at a time. Yeah. I was never more blacked out yesterday than when, you know, he does say Brian Hanks and, you know, I stand up, walk up. I don't even remember really what I said. I remember picking on you a little bit because yeah, I, he did. I wasn't mad. When I say it was mad, I wasn't really no, mad. I was mad. just, he, he I don't know how you held that. You've known, I was, spe- when have you ever known me to be speechless, Scott Whittington? Never. And <laughs> for you, for you, mom, to not say anything oh. for as long as you knew. <laughs> It I didn't was know, so hard. I didn't. I didn't know you had any. Me either. Yes. Well, no, you know what? I know she can hold a secret. But now I'm wondering what other secrets she's holding now, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why are you rubbing your hands together, Scott? But uh, man, it was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, uh, the Rotary was packed yesterday. Oh, the it awards was. were given at mm-hmm. Rotary, and and listen, I have got to say, I am far from the only person that won an award yesterday. I, I definitely want to uh, congratulate a Fernando Hicks. Oh, yes. We love going to yeah. uh, Berry Smoky Smoke. Smokehouse. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Uh, he won the uh, Micro Enterprise Year, uh, uh, Year of the Award. How about this? Gloria Blake won the Administrative Professional yes. Year. Wait a minute. Scott, do you know who else has also won the Administrative uh, Professional of the Year Award? That's right, Linda, yeah. in 2010, right? Yeah, yes. Yep, you won it in 2010, but congratulations to Gloria Blake. Uh, James Dawson won the Minority Business of the Year Award. Uh, he is the owner of A Touch From Him, which, by the way, he's going to pick up some business from that. He details cars, and oh. guess who's going to get his car detailed? Who? This guy. I might, even, I might even get him to detail yours. Yes, please. And if uh, <laughs> Scott will ever accept his uh, Christmas okay. present. You just keep going. <laughs> I know, right? But we need to tell people. Scott got an awesome. They no, don't you leave no. those headphones on. <laughs> Scott got an awesome Christmas present from his boy Brian. What was that present, dude? 
Dude, we're not doing this on the air. <laughs> no. no. Okay. He's going to get his car painted. He is. For free. He is. That's okay, his Christmas move on, present. Move okay. On to the next but anyway, uh, congratulations to James <laughs> Dawson, who re- received a Minority Business of the Year Award. Uh, also, the Community Impact Award. Oh, my. Man, and I know this uh, put a yeah. major heart jump, it uh, did. Linda. I was ecstatic. Jeffrey Williford won that yes. award. And. Always Natalie dressed, and he looked great yesterday for that. The Pinnacle of Achievement Award, which celebrates a woman who has made a significant difference in the community, Richie Honeycutt. We're going to talk to her in our second hour. Mm -hmm. Very excited about that. And then a a brand new award, and it's going to be called the Eric Cantu Veteran of the Year Award. I love it. Yeah. How about that? Who received it? The very first one? Eric (laughs) Cantu. Eric Cantu received the very first one. and. He was pretty emotional too. He I was, thought that and was. I loved his what he said, and I loved what Alan Hoffman said when Eric shook his hand that first time and said "Welcome home," and then he repeated it, and yeah. Alan got what it meant, and that just yeah made me almost cry. Well, I didn't know. Did you know that about Alan Hoffman that no, he was I in did Vietnam? Not. He was a, did you you know who Alan Hoffman is? Right, heard of, yeah. Oh, one of the channels. I think I Channel know. Nine. It doesn't matter. Yeah, long time Channel Nine <laughs> yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. But he uh, uh, was shot down in uh, in uh, Vietnam. In Vietnam, not <laughs> once, but twice. Yeah, in the same helicopter. How they crazy fixed is it, yeah. and then he went back up in it and shot yeah. it down again. But I man, mean, that's just, not funny, but it's what's well, ironic. Yes. Yeah. Hey, uh, listen, uh, Greg Clements, thank you, sir. I I appreciate you and all our. Li- we saw Pam Sheffield yesterday uh-huh. as we were yep. distributing uh, birthday birthday uh, tickets birthday tickets to uh, tomorrow's Wood Ducks game and uh, wristband stuff. Hey, listen, it show it doesn't exist without our sponsors. Obviously, it doesn't, and I'm going to get to those in a second. It doesn't exist without just our great listeners like Greg Clemens and Pam Sheffield and uh, just everybody. And I'm going to forget. I should have. Like yesterday. Huh? Go ahead. Oh, and your um, buddies of oh, crime. Oh, I'm going to. I'm getting to yeah. that. Oh, believe okay. me. Okay. The funniest thing, you'll love this guy. So I get up there, and I'm just, <laughs> I blacked out. I mean, I really did. did. I don't even yeah. really remember what That's I what said. That's what happens. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. I, you know, when you're ready for something, Y'all would have freaked out if I'd have pulled like a note yeah, card out of my. Yeah, it would have been funny. Like, of, yeah, yeah, y'all thought I didn't know. <laughs> I knew, <laughs> but I get up there and uh, I don't know. I, I this is yesterday. I get up there and I, I, I express like fake that, anger yeah. at you. Yes, he did. That was funny, at Linda. But then uh, you know, I thank Richie and I thank mm-hmm. uh, Jason Bryant, obviously. And we're going to get to Jason in a second too. Uh, and Tony, uh, Tony, the the Godfather of all ENC mm-hmm. media. That's yeah. what I like to call him. He, he only runs six stations here in oh, uh, Eastern all? North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Jason's the sales executive to the Stars for right, all those stations. Right. But uh, and I, then I remember Richie and Danny and Jacques and uh, the folks that were there at the uh, at the thing. Scott, you're gonna love this. You, you I forgot John John. <laughs> I forgot. I go through. How long am I up there? I don't even know. Yeah. Two minutes, a minute yeah. and a half, two minutes, something like that. Not even that long, maybe. Because, uh-huh. like I said, I mean, I, dude, I blacked out and did not thank John and Jonathan. Who tell me what you were doing, Linda? Because I, I couldn't was even see. Hoping he would look at me so I could point. Because <laughs> John and Jonathan were there for the ceremony. <laughs> they were in the very back. <laughs> Yeah. So they get off work, come over there for the ceremony, and what dunderhead forgets to mention their name? 
what, what, what I might have even mentioned in? your name. I don't know, but I mean, I, I forget the two people who do 20 minutes of the show with me every single day. Yes. What in the world, dude? I, there's no excuse. I don't know. I will say this. I was so shocked, and I was very emotional. I he mean, was. And, and he was. It, he just it, takes over, and you just... And I didn't even really see any faces. You know, when you're standing in front of 100, 150 people or whatever, and... You don't. The, the only face I saw, I did see yours, Linda, mm-hmm. early when I said that when I was picking yeah. on. And then I said something about. I was like, I wanted to know where Richie was, mm-hmm. and Richie stood up and waved. And I saw those two people. I didn't really see anybody else. That is the truth. I mean, I, I don't know how to explain. It. I mean, I'm very. I, I mean, I'm gonna pat myself on the back here. I'm good in front of crowds yeah, most of the time. I mean, you know, I'll do. I do this thing of you know picking out the six. You know, they teach you when you speak to crowds. Pick out six faces in the crowd yeah. and talk to those six people while you're doing your thing. That's what I was taught when I was oh, coming interesting. up. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And, uh, and, but friendly faces, like yeah. six people. <clears throat> For instance, like uh, I'm trying to think the last public speaking thing I did was I think the uh, Woodman ceremony that we yeah. did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, not Woodman ceremony, but the Woodman monthly Wood- meeting. Yeah. And B.J. Davis was there. Mm -hmm. I talked to B.J. the whole time. Eric Cantu was there. Mm -hmm. I talked to Eric Cantu, and there were like three or four other people, but that's what you do. You talk to us. I'm teaching you a valuable lesson here, young uh, Skywalker. Come on. (laughs) Friendly faces. Yeah, find friendly faces. Talk to those friendly faces, okay? All I saw was like (laughs) blur. Blur. Nothing. Yeah. So John and Jonathan. Uh-huh. I love you guys, and don't think they're not going to be picking on me when we uh, when we record our birthday games next time. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to. But listen, I mean, John, John and Jonathan, but John has been my partner in crime on this. Yeah, a year and a half before the show, you know this, a year and a oh, half yeah. before the show even started. Yeah, John was uh, wanted to do this, and we pulled Jonathan in, and mm-hmm. we I think we make we make a heck of a team. The three yeah, of us, you me, do. John Dawson, and Jonathan Massey, and. I can't believe that I forgot them, Scott. I mean, I and I, I walk off and I, my hands were shaking. I was, you know, I just, I don't know. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy. But uh, I do have some people that I want to thank. Don't go anywhere. Okay, Linda, I love you. You nominated me for this. Thank you so much. I can't. I, I you are so valuable to this show. I can't tell people this is the eight hundred eighty second edition of it. I can't even begin to tell you uh, how many times. Not you, Linda. You know, but I'm talking about listeners out there where, where we've had maybe a little snafu. Maybe the Comrex goes out, or Brian forgets to turn the Comrex on, which has happened uh, several <laughs> times. Yeah. Okay, I think you've been a part of the show before, <laughs> yeah. Scott. When I've done that. But Linda listens to every single episode. If we're on the road up in Raleigh or wherever we are. You're always, you I, you don't miss very much of the show. Mm-mm. And I could not do this without you because you are, I joke about you being the executive producer mm-hmm. of the show, but it's really not a joke. I mean, no. you really do let me know what's going on. So thank you. And thank you for You're nominating welcome. me for this and getting the, the, how many people did you say you got to write letters? Eight. Wow. Awesome letters. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for you to read them. Well, I couldn't last night because I was still mm-hmm. – I'm, I'm still emotional about it now the next day. <laughs> I mean, and but thank you to all eight of those who wrote letters. I heard you said uh, Scott wrote his in crayon, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and can you, can, can you not sleep with the award tonight? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, was that bad? <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't have done that. You didn't like the, the little nightcap that I put on no, it? No, and the little footy pajamas it that it had cute. on. It was cute for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But listen, John, Jonathan, Linda, listen, uh, my boy Jason Bryant. I mean, I got to say before anybody, 
anybody else. He came to me. He wasn't even at WRNS, okay? Jason Bryant came to me when he was at a radio station in Goldsboro. Uh, I, GBR, maybe, or I don't know. Curtis Media. I don't remember. But I was still with the free press. Ah. So this is all the way back to 2016. I mean, uh-huh. so he and I were talking about this uh, yesterday on the phone, and I thought it was like 2019 or something. No, it was 20 or uh, 2018. I was still with the free press, and he was like, you know what? You need to do a sports talk show. I want you to, At first, he wanted me to do Friday Night Football for mm-hmm. him. But then he's like, we could do a show. And he was talking about him being a part of it, too. And uh, Jason has never been anything but encouraging in this whole process. Right. And like I said, he right. was even before John, before even you, Linda, mm-hmm. before anybody, before Richie, before – and I'm going to get to Richie, Jock, and Danny here in a second – there was Jason Bryant, and he and I have grown close. Uh, he he's a good dude, man. He's a good father. He's a good dude, and I love him. I don't know what else yeah. to say, man. He's uh, awesome. uh, he tells me stuff when I need to hear it, mm-hmm. which is how he you does, know that yeah. you've got a good friend. That yeah. he doesn't just you know, he's not a sycophant, and that's mm-hmm. one thing that I've prided myself mm-hmm. on is. I'm not, I mean, John and Jonathan will put me in my freaking place in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Jason Bryant will put me in my place in a heartbeat. And, and I appreciate that. That's not, I'm not saying that in that, oh, who does he think he is? No, man, you got to have people around you that keep you straight. Now, it's good to have people around you like you, Linda. Yeah. <clears throat> who are so encouraging and so good. But if you're going to be successful kids, and I'm talking to you too, Scott, who are on a way up and you're doing really good. The worst thing you can do is surround yourself with people who are yes men and yes women. There are people in our area who are like that. I mean, they really are. They just that don't want a dissenting voice. And I mean, I think that's why newspapers went down. And I mm-hmm. really do. And I'm not talking about Patrick Holmes or anything like that. I'm talking about like the people above us that, you know, everybody talking, oh, you're the best, you're the best. And and then you saw what happened to them. And like I said, there are businesses that go down daily because they don't have people that are going to keep them straight. Well, you know what? I've got that with John and Jonathan yeah. and, and Jason Bryant and uh, Richie Honeycutt. Mm-hmm. I mean, Richie will tell me oh, yeah. when I need she to get will. my head out of my butt, you know? Mm-hmm. And you got to have those kind of people. But uh, thank you to Jason Bryant. Thank you to Tony Denton. Yes. I mean, the, the king of all ENC media and uh, this little – silly radio show that we do goodness gracious we've we've almost time to get to our first guest here but um tony is just amazing i mean tony gives good constructive criticism too and and listen he's got six radio stations we are of his six radio stations we are by far the tiniest and and let me tell you something too that makes me appreciate tony denton and i mean this linda and scott he loses money on this station okay Mm -hmm. He really does, you know, between what he pays me. Yeah. <laughs> which is, you know, really good. Oh, uh, anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> look at Scott. But between what, he, between what he pays me and he has to pay the, the A, well, I think we're his only AM station. So he has to pay, I think it's like $3,000 a month uh-huh. for the antenna and for all that. I mean, he loses money on me, okay? But mm-hmm. still encourages me and has kept me in business now for three and a half years. Right. Who does that? Oh. You know? Tony Denton, I appreciate you, man. I just hope he knows that. I, yeah. I know you've gotten to know his wife here over the last oh, several Angie, months, right? Yes, she's awesome. But uh, but Tony and like I said, Tony and Jason, and then our sponsors, man. Or I, I've got to mention Al Cannon too, uh, who mm-hmm. has bailed my butt out many times, whether <laughs> yeah. it's on Friday Night Football or if it's during uh, for this show too. I mean, Al Cannon, who's the station engineer for WRNS, uh, 
great guy too. Really appreciate him. But our sponsors, man, and it starts with Richie Honeycutt, who, mm-hmm. by the way, is going to be. You know, I should tell people we've got Paul Whittington coming up here in a few minutes. We've got Richie Honeycutt uh, starting off our second hour. And then we're going to have uh, Justin Stout, first time he's ever been on the show from News Regional Library, talking about the uh, Juneteenth celebration that's going to nice. be tomorrow that's here cool. in town. So those are our three guests today, besides uh, the lovely and talented Scott Whittington and the red-hot Linda Whittington. <laughs> but uh, listen, Richie Honeycutt, uh, when I went to her, okay, Justin or uh, Jason and I had talked about this. The second person I talked about this to was uh, Richie Honeycutt. Went to her office at LCC and said, listen, you know, I've been out of newspapers for about a year. You know, obviously she knew that I was working for the chamber at the time. Yeah. And I was like, I'd really like to do a radio show. What do you think? Nothing but encouraging. Now, she shot down a couple of segments that I wanted to do. Yeah, the, yeah. Yes, she did. Talk. Yeah, we won't talk about that. And, and, uh, and respect to her, we won't talk. Maybe I'll talk to her just a little bit about it when we start the second yes. hour. But uh, will you text Paul and tell him we're running a couple minutes late? I don't have late. my phone. Do you have? I'll text him. I've got. I got him right here. Uh, yeah, Greg Clemens, you're getting a wristband to go to my party tomorrow. I'm saying running a little bit over. Uh, I just sent that to Paul. Okay. Okay. Um, Everybody needed to know that. Yeah, they did. They did. Well, you know me. I'm ADD yeah. man. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm ADHD. Oh, if yeah. I don't, you know, I, yeah, yeah, squirrel. Mm-hmm. Richie Honeycutt. Yes. I went to her and uh, the first time by myself, the second time with John Dawson. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about it at least three or four different times. She helped me get an idea of what I wanted to do. Mark Panicelli down at uh, 252 ESPN was so gracious. Oh, yes. And I went and sat down. You went with me I a went time. With you at a least once. Times. I was about to say, I know. Couple I thought at times. least once, maybe twice. Mm-hmm. He let me sit in on six or seven of his shows total. Mm-hmm. I mean, he and Sam Avalis at the time. Right. And I got to watch them and how they did their show. And with like, especially my two five two ESPN listeners, you hear a lot of Mark Panicelli mm-hmm. through me because I watched what he did. Now my show's different than his, obviously, but a lot of the stuff that I do, I learned from him. Jerry Valancourt, who just who passed away a few months yeah. ago, back in January. Uh, I really, my show is kind of based on him. Steve Zabin, too, mm-hmm. up in uh, D.C. and Milwaukee. I get a lot of my idea. The birthday game. Was a straight up steal from Steve Zabin, oh, okay? Don't tell him. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't listen to this show, okay, so uh, okay. he's got much bigger fish to fry. But I mean, I love his show. Like, you know, you li- how many times am I walking around the house with my phone or when yeah. I get a shower and you hear Steve Zabin every yeah. single day? I or, like to hear him. Yeah, he's good, yeah, he man. He's good. freaking awesome. Very but Jerry good. Valancourt was my my inspiration in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Just amazing. Uh, <clears throat> like I said, Richie. Then when I got the idea I was going to do it, I went to Danny Rice and Jacques Passelag. And those two, just absolutely amazing. Danny jumped on and was like, oh, my God, this will be good. Do it. Just let me know. Woodman will be behind you. Same thing with Jacques. Talked Uh to Jacques about it, and he was like, listen, GoEco will be a part of this. You just let me know when you get started. Keith Spence, Spence Automotive. I mean, Spence has been my – one of my best friends here since I got off the boat in Kinston in 2002, okay? Yeah. Yeah, I took a boat here uh, from uh, Charlotte, here. okay? Uh, and I just, uh, Keith Spence has just been amazing. I mean, uh, he's another one of those guys I can bounce stuff off and he'll he'll tell me. And I just, I love and appreciate him. But back to Danny and Jacques. So I told them about a year and a half out that, we're, is he asleep? Yeah, I'll put him to sleep. I'll say, go ahead, you can go, Scott. Thank you, though. Hey, I wanted to have you on. Thank you. You've been the show intern. You brought Paul Skeens to the show. 
I like having you on here when we have uh, our Air Force and Navy coaches on because they love talking to you too. And, dude, thank you. The son of okay. Kinston. Um, the thank son you. of Kinston, Scott Whittington. He's actually my son first. Well, he's Linda, Linda and Mike's son first, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, real, real quick, uh, thank you for always having me on here, and congratulations to you once again. Um, very deserving. Well, well deserving. And uh, congrats to you for not saying anything to him before. Thank you. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Yes. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Scott. You're the best, man. Uh <clears throat> But I did. I got to finish on Danny and Jacques. So what's funny about them is, uh, so I told, you know, Danny Rice and Jacques Passeleg a year and a half before we even started, hey, I'm going to do the show. So then at every time I would see Danny or Jacques after that, they'd be like, when's your show starting? When's your show starting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When's your show starting? Uh, I, they're just sources of encouragement. Right. And I really do appreciate yes. them too. I mean, I, I couldn't have done this without them, but. Uh, all our day one sponsors, I mean, Lenore Community College, mm-hmm. UNC Lenore Healthcare, uh, Beverly uh, Jenkins yep. over at UNC Lenore Healthcare, Goeco Office Automation, Jacques Passeleg, uh, Spence Automotive, Keith Spence, Woodman Life, uh, Danny mm-hmm. Rice, uh, Arendelle Parrot Academy, another one of our day ones that have stayed with us since the very beginning of the process. And, uh, um, that's no, that. no, no. Those are our and day your ones. Fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your fans. I just uh, listen. I appreciate uh, uh, just every single one of them. Yeah. Uh, um, hold on one second. Sorry, stepped away there for a second. Uh, like I said, our day ones are awesome. Uh, Arundel Parrot Academy. David Moody is the uh, head of school over there. Yeah. <clears throat> and. Uh, you and I, we were, where were we at? And he and his lovely wife were there at, it was at LCC. It was at some event at LCC. <clears throat> was it casino? Oh night? yeah. No, no. It wasn't casino night. It was the president's, um, reception. There you go. The president's yeah. reception. And, uh, his, his beautiful wife mm-hmm. comes and says, we listen to you every night, mm-hmm. not during the day, but at night. And that just moved me. And, uh, Mr. Moody is just always, he's been, a. a a big source of of uh, congratulations and all that. What a good guy! And though those are our day ones, I got to thank Steve Lovick from Lovick's Cafe. I mean, oh, he's yes. not currently a sponsor mm-hmm. at this moment, <clears throat> but he was. Uh, he'll come back. I feel like yeah. uh, they've been having. The, well, anyway, they're doing Tanya great. But Adams. I think, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh my God, Tanya Adams mm-hmm. from uh, the Beauty Box, Lenore County Public Schools, exactly. King's Restaurant, uh, Joe Hargett, yeah. who uh, supports the show, but he also sponsored. Tuesdays with Trez this year, too. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I really appreciate him. Mm-hmm. And Joe sent me just some of the nicest. We messaged back and forth last night, and he sent me some of the nicest messages. Love you to death, Joe. Thank nice. you, buddy. Uh, Downey's Protection Systems. Tom mm-hmm. Vermillion, Downey's yeah. Protection Systems. Uh, Davis Wholesale Tire. Mills International. Real Low Discount Drugs. Like you said, Lenore County Public Schools. Chris Humphrey Allstate. Lenore Tire and Appliance. The Downey's Wood Ducks. How could I forget John Clemens oh and the Downey's Wood Ducks who have Wednesdays been with Wednesdays with Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Wood Ducks Wednesdays. Oh, that's it. <laughs> God, I just crazy. changed the name. Spice, Bo- Spice Bouquet. Like you said, the Beauty Box, Tanya Adams and all of them. Rice Monuments. Nicholas Harvey, who's been with us. Uh, mm-hmm. JMC Clearing and Mulching. Cheeky Chick Chicks. Woo! That's Earrings. You. Yes, these. And you can get patriotic earrings now. Just <laughs> message me. Oh, anyway, sorry. I've gone way too long with this, but I just wanted to thank and just, I don't know. I'm just moved. Mm-hmm. I cannot begin to tell you 
uh, just how thankful I am for everybody that's been a part of this program. In fact, let's get uh, our first guest up here on uh, the show. He's our regular Friday guest here on the Brian Hanks show. Uh, and believe it or not, and I don't, I want him to try to guess here, but joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line is our regular Friday guest. Now, he's been on different days because he was serving our country yeah. uh, the previous week, couple of weeks. But it's our good friend, uh, Paul Whittington, uh, who is joining us on Spence Automotive Gas Line as we are just reveling in, uh, did you know, Paul Whittington, the Brian Hanks Show was named the Small Business of the Year by the Lenore County Chamber of Commerce yesterday. I did know that. Congratulations. Uh, I think I actually found out about a week ago. And what? I had, to, I had to keep it I had to keep it under wraps, but, Ooh, how do you but find congratulations. Out? <laughs> Wait a minute. How did you find out? <laughs> I know things. It's my job to know everything, Brian. There you go. Dude, you have appeared on this program more than anybody else. This is episode 882 today. Would you like to make a guess on how many, and I keep up with this stuff because I'm, you know, anal retentive about this kind of stuff. Do you know what appearance number this is for you, Paul Whittington? We got to be getting close to 150. No, 119. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. 119 times. So think about it. I've done 882 shows. You've been on 119. That means more than one out of every eight shows you've been on, dude. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's right, math. <laughs> That's glad, math. glad to be here. When you're, when you're on once a week, and there's seven days in a week. That's typically about how the math works out. Yeah, there you go, man. But uh, huh. our our Friday uh, guest, we talk about NASCAR. We talk about uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, NHL. You get some PBR talk in there every once in a while. When we get around the NFL season, you'll help us out with that too. But uh, anyway, tell you what, Linda, I'm yes. going to let you go. Are you, you're going to come back with me to start of the second hour with Richie Honeycutt, right? Oh, sure, honey. Yeah. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. All well, right. Very cool. You want to say anything to uh, your your second born son, but number one in your heart? Sure. What's up? Hey. Hey. Okay, we're done. Hey. Have a great day. Love you. Well, there you go. Okay. Linda will join us again at the top of the second hour when we have uh, Richie Honeycutt joining us. I, I didn't even get to any kind of monologue. We'll do that because uh, Paul's got to leave us a little bit early. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's a, what, what I like to say, uh, Paul, we're here for a good time, not a long time today. You've got to go a little bit earlier than usual. So uh, let, let's get knocked out what we can here over the next 20 minutes or so. What do you say? Sounds good to me. Not a lot to talk about. Not a lot going on in the sports world. We had a, uh, you know, the race at Sonoma last week. Uh, the NASCAR has got an off weekend this weekend. There's no Carolina Hurricanes to talk about other than, you know, the, the whole sports betting thing. They were involved in that. We, we crowned the Stanley Cup champion a couple of nights ago. And we just wrapped up mandatory minicamp yesterday in the National Football League. We are in kind of a dead zone right now in, in terms of sports. Yeah, but I, I, I have no doubt we're not going to be uh, that. We're going to be able to oh, find yeah. uh, <laughs> stuff to talk about. That there's one thing I don't worry about when I have Paul Whittington on the phone, <laughs> and I mean this sincerely, is that I know we're going to have a lot to talk about. One of the things you mentioned, I'm glad you did because that's the first thing I want to talk about is a sports wagering uh, uh, bill that was signed into law by Governor Cooper. Now it's still kind of nebulous. We don't know if it's going to start in January, if it's going to start in June. I've seen a couple of dates thrown around. I'm going to try to get, uh, uh, oh my gosh, our, uh, state, uh, representative, our state Senator. Why am I drawing a blank right now? Uh, Perry, Jim, Jim Perry. Perry. Yes. Jim Perry, who was involved with this and Chris Humphrey, both mm -hmm. of them were involved in this 
But uh, I'm going to try to get Jim Perry on the line with us one day next week to uh, to talk about this specifically because, uh, like I said, he was involved with it. I just want to know. I mean, I know you're not a degenerate yet. I'm not a degenerate yet. But I love sports betting, man. I mean, no. I was we were in De- was it you and I? Or I guess it was me and your mom. We were in Delaware and like the first weekend they were open for sports betting and. I won a couple of bets, dude. I put, uh, what, I put $25 on Virginia to win the national mm-hmm. championship that year. They did. I ended up winning like $380 off that. And I picked the Washington Nationals to win this, uh, I said Super Bowl, win the World Series that year. Put I think I put 25 on that, too, and I won like $300 on that bet, dude. So uh, I've got a track record of uh, making some pretty good bets, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this. This is a long time coming, right? Uh there's so so many states that surround us. Uh, Virginia, uh, I think Tennessee, Tennessee also maybe yep, yep. has has sports betting. Uh, I'm not sure about South Carolina, but but this has been a long time coming, and uh, it's it's a shame that it hadn't happened before now. But now that everything's signed, and we we just wait on uh, on the marketplace to kind of open, and we're going to build some sports books around the state. One of them, I believe, is going to be attached to the PNC Arena, or at least very adjacent to the PNC arena. So uh, it's an exciting time and uh, can't wait to, to go sit down have a couple of ice cold adult, adult beverages and, and place a couple of bets. Well, I do. That's going to be so neat. And we're going to get a little taste of that. You and I are uh, the week of July 4th when we go up to uh, Nationals Park, Nats Park up Ooh. in uh, D.C. Yes, sir. You Nats told Club. me about it. You said, explain so, to me how I that's just, set up. I just watched the car back into a light pole. Oh, no. Oh, that's what oh, you were making the excited good. noise about. Yeah, sorry. Now the light pole is, like, wiggling back and forth. Oh, man, that's not what you want to see. Are you, like, at a traffic light right now? or? No, no, I'm parked at uh, at my, my unit. <laughs> Dude, that's not good. Do you need to get out and help nope. them or anything? Nope, nope. They've already, they've already pulled <laughs> forward. They're not concerned about the light pole falling on them. And, uh we can we can move on now <laughs> hey a live color from uh, paul woodington are you getting your play-by-play voice ready for this fall <laughs> yeah that's right trouble in the parking spot <laughs> one car back in the light pole that's awesome oh my god all the humanity <laughs> Oh, dude, that is awesome. Okay, uh, Paul Whittington joining us right now. Well, what do you think this means tangibly? I mean, what does this mean for Paul Whittington? Are you going to go – from what I understand from talking to Drew Loftus, who had this uh, happen with him up in New Jersey or New York, you're going to be able to bet on your phone. You'll be able to go, like, to FanDuel or to uh, DraftKings, and if you want to put a little, you know, as big a wager as you want for pretty much – on on games or whatever you can do that and it's sort of like uh it's sort of like uh you know it's sort of like fantasy sports to a degree i guess is the best comparison i can make uh is this something that you see yourself doing i mean yeah i i'll place maybe maybe a few bets a year i i'm not crazy on gambling uh you know i spent 30 seconds on a slot machine in las vegas before i gave up cashed out and moved on um <laughs> and just I mean, uh, I'll I'll sit there and, and maybe play some bets on, you know, season outcomes. Uh, you, you know, certain teams to win the Super Bowl or certain teams to win the Stanley Cup or whatever. Uh, maybe a, a a game bet here and there. I don't I don't get in, into like the prop bets and, and the the parlays and all that kind of stuff. That's a little bit more than than what I can 
I don't want to say understand, but a little bit too much going on for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll play some bets here, here and there every now and then, but I love spending time in the sports book. Uh, sports books are a lot of fun to me and, um, go, go waste a little money and, and hopefully come out in the green. There you go. Well, I know, uh, Jonathan and I are going to Vegas in October, the weekend of October 13th, which, Oh, by the way, dude, I need you to call that Friday night football game for me. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> Go ahead and put that in your calendar. <coughs> but we're going to be in uh, in Vegas. Hold on, uh, hold on, hold what? on, hold on. You're going to Vegas. Yeah. To on go- Friday the 13th. Oh. Ooh. ooh. Yeah. Someone, someone didn't think this through. No, they hey, did let's not. let's get lucky at the casino on the most unluckiest day <laughs> on the calendar. Well, we're actually going to go see uh, U2. Uh, they're playing at this new, uh, the MGM Spear, uh, which is like this, uh, the largest indoor concert venue. And like the whole roof is an LED uh, screen. The, I mean, the, not the roof, wow. the ceiling is. The ceiling is. So you sit there, you watch the band on stage, and then you look up at the ceiling, and they're going to have all kinds of, uh, it's like millions, uh, billions of pixels or whatever. And I don't know. It's going to be really neat. And you know me, I'm a big U2 guy. But... I'm going to be in Vegas. Uh, we're going to do that. You know, we thought about trying to go to a uh, Las Vegas Raiders game. I know you've been to their stadium before because you brought me back a sweet T-shirt from there. But, dude, now I'm thinking maybe we just sit in a sports book all day on a football Sunday and just place bets and, you know, eat food and w- all that. I mean, that, and it's probably going to be cheaper than going to a Vegas Raiders game too, you know? Yeah, but you you got to go to the Death Star. It's it, that's maybe the coolest stadium in the NFL right the now. The Death Star. Also, if uh, if if you have a package being delivered by FedEx, and this is unrelated, if you have a package being delivered by <laughs> FedEx and that package is currently sitting at the RDU airport, your package has departed the RDU airport and is now inbound to its next location. Wait a minute, that, that sounds very slightly personal to you. Am I right? No, I just saw the plane take off. <laughs> God, dude, you're insane, man. Uh, Paul Whittington on the line with us right now. And listen, an anonymous person sent in a uh, message to me, too, to let me know. Jim Perry will be speaking at Wake Up Lenore on Wednesday. So maybe we'll try to get him on uh, uh, Monday or Tuesday. Although, golly, I'm all packed up for next week. Uh, We're just crazy packed with uh guests for next week's shows maybe i can get him on for a few minutes though just to promote his uh, stop there and we can talk about uh sports betting but there you go but thank you uh, uh mr or mrs anonymous who sent that in they didn't want their name revealed mm-hmm. here on the phone okay or on the show okay sounds good to me there i, I respect their decision i do too i do too you probably would if you could right yeah, yeah. And I think next I think next Friday we'll do this interview anonymously. There you go. We'll my, 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 now, how are you going to disguise your voice, though? Uh, we'll talk in a deep voice <laughs> like this the whole time. You'll have your Richard Clark going on. I like that. I like that. <laughs> well, until that time, it's Paul Whittington joining us. Uh, let's, uh, let's jump into NASCAR. Uh, here's what I don't understand. Okay, listen, I complain as much as I brag on NASCAR, and not, this is a huge complaint. Sunday is Father's Day, and I didn't even do my whole intro for you, dude, because mm-hmm. one part of my intro for you this week or today was going to be this is his final Father's Day without being a father. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's but right. but here's what I don't understand, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Father's Day, there should be a NASCAR race, and for years as I was growing, there was never a race on Mother's Day. Never. 
Now they've got yeah. they talk about getting your priorities out of whack. There's a NASCAR race on Mother's Day, but there's not one on Father's Day. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on there, dude? Don't understand it. Don't understand it. Um, I know that they there's there's a certain time obviously they want the season to start and they want to be uh, you know they have drop dead dates with with the network because of you know the NFL and other competing interests and things like that. Uh, so they have a date that they have to be wrapped up by and and that with the the length of our schedule that means we can only have one off weekend and they try to put that off weekend right in the middle of the schedule which we just wrapped up. Uh, the 50% mark of the, the season as a whole. That's a regular season and playoffs included. Uh, so, so it makes sense that this is where the off week is. Plus, this is we're also done with Fox Sports. When we return next week in Nashville, we'll have uh, M- the NBC crew on the broadcast. Uh, so it, this seems like the right place to to take the break. But to your point, yeah, you, you race on, on Mother's Day, but you don't race on Father's Day. Like, what's that all about? But I don't know, man. It's it's weird to me. I don't know why they do it, and there's a reason they don't ask for my help. <laughs> but see, I don't think anybody would complain. Would there be one complaint no. in the competitors or fans or anybody? Take mo- again. You you're trying to get back to uh, traditional NASCAR. You know, you're back in North Wilkesboro. Mm-hmm. I know you are. Uh, I hope you're going to hit on this a little bit. There's talk of. Maybe bringing back the Rock, bringing back Rockingham, uh, maybe bringing back yeah. you know a couple of tracks, whatever. That to me would be as much of an homage as anything is. Hey, don't race on Mother's Day. Set, let the drivers mm-hmm. celebrate their mothers. But I just Father's Day, the ultimate testosterone fueled holiday of the year. Yeah. I guess other than July Fourth, but <laughs> you know, race on Father's Day. So guys like you who are Soon to be fathers. I mean, it, I don't know, dude. It just it, it it. I'm trying to be positive when it comes to this, but it, I think they kind of dropped the ball with this one, Paul. Yeah, and I, I don't know if this is just NASCAR. I think this is maybe, uh, you know, when they make these schedules, it's not just a couple of the executives at NASCAR making these schedules. There's input from from the teams. There's input from the radio partners. There's input from the TV partners. There's input from the from the track promoters from speedway motorsports and all these people like there's so many people that come together to make this schedule and to to figure out when we're going to race and when we're going to have the weekend off and and things like that when we're going to race on saturday versus sunday Um, all the all that plays a factor into it and it is it is a little weird that we that we race on Mother's Day and don't race on Father's Day and and hopefully that's something that'll be fixed in versions of the schedule moving forward. Um, I'd also be opposed to figuring out a place where you can cut a race. I don't think that'll happen, um, but I, I wouldn't be opposed to, to maybe cutting one of our regular season races uh, just so we can produce a another off week. Um, I you know racing pretty much every weekend from the middle of February till the second week in November with only one week off. I mean, that's a long grueling schedule and that's a, that's a long, that's a lot of weekends to have tied up for a year. So, uh, I, I hope they can do something different in further in, in future iterations of the schedule, but, but yeah, there, there's certainly, you know, we'll, we'll get a new version of the schedule or, or excuse me, next year's schedule in a couple of months now, probably around September is when we'll see that schedule drop, maybe just before the start of the playoffs. 
And when that schedule does drop, we'll, we'll know where we're heading next year. And, and maybe NASCAR will continue to innovate with their schedule. You know, we saw North Wilkesboro come back this year and there's, you know, we, we've seen them pop open a track at the, uh, at the LA Coliseum two years in a row. So, so there's nowhere out there that is off the table for, for NASCAR. And, and maybe that's a return to the rock. Maybe that's uh, going to a different stadium and building a racetrack. Who knows? But, I know they're going to continue to innovate with the schedule, and I and I can't wait for the schedule to come out so we can see what kind of changes we're going to see for next season because we've already been promised a few changes. I love it. I absolutely love it. That voice you're listening to is Paul Whittington this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. And uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, – let, let's put a wrap on Sonoma. Last week, uh, a great win for uh, Martin Truex. He started out hot, kind of faded a little bit in the middle, but came on strong at the end. He ends up winning that race. Uh, put, tie the bow on Sonoma, Paul. Yeah, a great racetrack, uh, a, a great race. Uh, interesting because, you know, we don't we didn't have the cautions. First time at Sonoma that we that – we've first time at Sonoma under this whole stage racing kind of kind of format that we have where we didn't have cautions at the end of the stages. And, and that certainly made the strategy very interesting. Uh, you saw guys kind of work their way to the front, fade a little bit, work their way back to the front. Um, but it was a race that really came down to track position. Like if you didn't have the track position at the start of the race, you couldn't really drive up through the field because you didn't have those cautions. I liked it. I thought it was great. You know, we saw two cautions for a total of six laps, um, which, which I thought was fine. Uh, you could throw in stage breaks and we end up with, with two more cautions and that uh, basically eliminates almost an entire stage once you think about the number of, of caution laps that you have. So, so I like the racing. Uh, the best car won, Martin Truex Jr. He was hooked up all weekend long. I, I told you last week, I, I thought he was one of the ones that we needed to watch. Uh, because you did. Really yes, you did. So uh, um, a great run by Martin Truex Jr. A, a great run really by Joe Gibbs Racing. I thought they had a very strong day. Uh, Denny Hamlin was up there a little bit. Christopher Bell uh, was up there. I think he ended up uh, actually not getting a great finish. I don't have the results in front of me, but overall a good drive by the Toyotas on Sunday. Absolutely. And uh, we are at halftime. Like you said, we are at the halfway point of the 2023 NASCAR season. Uh, Martin, uh, speaking of Truex, Truex is atop the points right now. He's 13 points ahead of William Byron, uh, 24 points ahead of Ryan Blaney and Ross Chastain. 25 points ahead of Kevin Harvick. What's going to stand out to you the most about uh, this this first half of the 2023 NASCAR season, Paul? Uh, I think it's the the repeat winners in in turn. If you look at where we were at this point last year, and you look at where we are at this point this year, we, we've certainly had more repeat winners. You know, Martin Truex Jr. is in that category. Uh, Denny Hamlin's in that category. William Byron's in that category. Um, and then, you know, other things that stand out to me are all the drivers that have had to miss for, for various reasons. You know, Chase Elliott missed all his races with the injury and then the suspension. Alex Bowman missed races because of his injury. Noah Gragson missed on Sunday because of concussion-like symptoms from the week before. Um, I, I, I think that's something that you certainly have to take into account. Um, now, for Chase Elliott and Alex Bowman, those injuries were not NASCAR and or other racing activities that, that cause those injuries, but you have another driver that's been sidelined to a concussion after a hit with a next-gen race car. Um, so there's things like that that certainly are, are eye-opening. But I, I think the biggest storylines is you know, we anticipated maybe a lot of winners this, this season, and we've gotten a lot of winners, but we've also had a lot of repeat winners. 
Yeah, uh, and in fact, like you said, uh, Truex with two wins atop the point standings. Byron with three wins. I don't know if I would have called that coming into the season. He's in second place. Uh, Kyle Busch with three wins, mm-hmm. but in sixth place because he has three DNFs this season. I mean, that that you know is always going to hurt. And then, like you said, Kyle Larson with two wins also this season. So uh, four repeat winners, ten winners total in the, what, 16 races? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, in the 16 races that we've had. So uh, that's crazy that 10 of the 16 races uh, are a, that 10 of the races have been repeat winners to this point. Well, what are you projecting for the second half? I know when you go to NASCAR.com, and yes, that's pretty much my source. I know you go to a lot of different places. But, uh, of course, I mean, there, dude, Chase Elliott, who has not won a race yet this year, who wrecked somebody who is in 27th in the point standings, on, na- on the cover page of NASCAR.com, uh, Paul Whittington, three different mm-hmm. pictures of him, three stories about a guy that's in 27th place, man, they are doing their best. And this is, this is what another one saying, listen, you've turned me back into a NASCAR fan. Yes. I'm a fan again, but it, the way NASCAR just tries to pimp chase Elliott, it just bothers the heck. It goes back to the Jeff Gordon days, dude. It goes back to the, uh, to the Dale Earnhardt, days. even the Bill Elliott days. I mean, they, I know that's the only Ford amongst those, but uh, I dude, it just be equal, give equal, uh, whatever, equal, uh, coverage here for a guy's 27th in the points who has been disciplined by NASCAR and who did a stupid thing and missed six races this year. That's your cover boy. Yeah, but you gotta put on your marketing hat for just a minute. If it, he, he is by an overwhelming majority. NASCAR's most popular driver. Mm. If you want to drive people to your site, you want to drive clicks on your site. You don't bury your most popular driver. Yeah, I can agree. You know, you're yeah. you're you're trying you're trying to drive listens to your show. If your most popular guest is Paul Whittington, um, is if your most uh, we pick someone that's more realistic. If your most <laughs> popular guest is is Jim Perry. We'll go with him for a minute because we talked about him. If your most popular guest is Jim Perry, you're not going to have him on only once a year. Yeah, no, that's true. You're, you're going to have him on multiple times a year. I, I, there's equal, there's equal coverage given to everybody, but there's more coverage given to certain drivers because they drive traffic to the site. Well, Paul Whittington, you are certainly a driver to our, uh, our show. It is our, uh, it is time for you to go right now uh, because you've got what is it? You got to get to work. Uh, I have formation. This is the last day on, on military oh. orders, and we got formation coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Okay, well, very good. Well, listen, dude. Thank you so much again with us winning that huge award yesterday, dude. You've been again. No one has appeared on this show more than you have, other than John, <laughs> other than John and Jonathan, of course. I mean, they're on every show, but I mean, as being one of our guests, a hundred and nineteen appearances, dude. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for serving our country. And I mean that sincerely too, dude. And dude, it's not going to be long. We're going to be in DC in a couple of weeks. I know it's coming up quick. Well, thanks so much for having me. I got to run. I know uh, you great talking to you again. Congratulations. Congratulations once again on the, on the well-deserved award. And, and we'll talk to you soon. You're the best man. That's Paul Whittington, uh, our NASCAR, our, uh, NHL, our hurricanes expert joining us this morning here on the Brian Hank show. Again, serving our country right now as he is uh, getting ready to go to formation at uh I believe he's down at uh, Fort Liberty formerly known as uh uh 
Oh my gosh. Why am I? I've already forgot. It's Fort Liberty to me now. <laughs> Fort Bragg. Fort Bragg. Goodness gracious. Okay. Hey, uh, <clears throat> we didn't do it because I was so busy talking about uh, winning the award and stuff. Didn't really talk about uh, any of the local stuff. So let's jump into that real quick before we go into our second hour. Again, uh, joining us in her second hour will be Richie Honeycutt. She's a 2023 Pinnacle of Achievement Award winner. Uh, we'll kick off our second hour with her and then uh, a first-time guest of the show. Very excited about having him on, Justin Stout from uh, the News Regional Library. He is going to be uh, helping us preview the Juneteenth celebration that is going to be taking place uh, tomorrow uh, right here in Kenston. Uh, so, uh, the Down East Wood Ducks yesterday, man, we talked to Shane Albee about this yesterday. We talked to John Clemens about it on Wednesday. Very excited about this. Uh, they split their doubleheader with Kannapolis yesterday. They won the first game five to one, but they lost the night cap, night cap six to four. According to John Clemens on the, on his uh, Facebook page, the magic number now is two <clears throat> for the Wood Ducks to win, um, uh, the first half of the Carolina league North. That magic number, if you don't know what that means, it's two. That means all the Wood Ducks need to do is win two of their final, I think, six games here that are left. Or for the hated Carolina Mudcats to lose two of their next next five or six games. And uh, the the uh, our Down East Wood Ducks will be the Carolina League North champions. And it's going to happen in the next couple of days. I'm just going to tell you. It could happen tonight. If the Wood Ducks win tonight, and the hated Mudcats lose tonight, that is the magic number of two right there. And there's going to be a fireworks show after the game tonight, and it's just going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to get out there and see all my friends. But uh, tonight is Fireworks Friday brought to you by WNCT. Uh, that uh, Game five of the seven-game series, again, like I said, is today uh, for Fireworks Friday. Tomorrow, there's going to be a grilling spatula giveaway of, from the Wood Ducks, and it is awesome. I have seen it. It is beautiful. You want to get out there early to get that. It's uh, brought to you by AG Carolina Farm Credit. Now, that game starts at 5, so uh, gates open at 4. Listen, it's also Linda's birthday party. Uh, we're going to be down in the pavilion and uh, giving away cake. If you would like to come celebrate Linda, come give her a hug and uh, all that, uh, please come down to the pavilion uh, b- before 6 o'clock because our party ends at 6. We start at 4.30. We go till 6.00. And uh, we would love to give you a piece of delicious cake, wouldn't we, Linda Whittington? Can can I have another one of those, please? Thank you. Thank you. Um, But, again, that's at uh, first pitch is at 5, gates open at 4. If you're a season ticket holder like myself and Linda and Greg Clemens and all our other, uh, Vicky Horn, all our other uh, favorite people out at uh, Historic Granger Stadium, you can get out there at 3.30 and get your gift. So uh, get out there and do that. But again, that's uh, tomorrow at five, and then it's Dogs and Dogs Day on Sunday at one o'clock out at Historic Granger Stadium. Uh, you can take your dog to the game. Uh, you can get a hot dog for only one dollar. So uh, man, uh, get out there and support the Wood Ducks. And like I said, especially over these next couple of days, because if the Woodies win tonight and the hated Mudcats lose tonight, we clinch the first half today. It might happen tomorrow. It's going to happen today, though. So uh, be sure to check that out. Hey, how about the Kinston Wingmen? They won last night. They went up to Elizabeth City. They played the River City Skippers, and uh, they won that game one to nothing. Uh, they are back home. Thank you, baby. Uh, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Uh, 
they won last night. The Kenston Wingman did. They are now six and six. They are back home against the Fable Shoots tomorrow, Saturday. Their game starts at five o'clock too. Uh, American Legion Post Forty Three is off until Sunday. Uh, they will be at East Carteret High School at five thirty p.m. Uh, as they will take on Beaufort. <clears throat> the College World Series is today uh, begins today. TCU and Oral Roberts play at two o'clock, and then Virginia takes on Florida at seven. We are going to have George Whitfield on uh, live from uh, from Omaha, Nebraska, one day next week. I can't remember which day it was. You were on the phone with me when we were talking to George Whitfield. Tuesday, I think. There you go. <clears throat> so we're going to be talking to him next week. Uh, so pretty excited about that. I may end up moving him to Wednesday, though, because I think I have um, – anyway, we'll, we'll deal with that next week. But uh, College World Series begins, like I said, TCU Oral Roberts today at 2. Virginia, Florida at 7. Then tomorrow – Wake Forest and Stanford at 2, LSU, Tennessee at 7 o'clock tomorrow. So that's our uh, College World Series schedule. Man, uh, what a fun first hour. Uh, we're wrapping up our first hour here. But before we do that, let me think. i got to thank a couple of my sponsors. I know we were talking about them in the first hour, especially our day ones that have been with us uh, every single step of the way here. To us becoming an award-winning show. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're going to hear about that quite a bit over the next little bit, I'm sure. But listen, uh, for 65 years, Lenore Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223 or visit their website at lenorecc.edu or even better yet, visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trent to find out how you can change your life today. Linda and I were there yesterday uh, visiting some of our friends and uh, just had a good time out at LCC. And again, I've said this many times, LCC affects so many lives in our area that you don't even really realize. Uh, but listen, if you would like to, uh, if you would like to, uh, listen, Matilda's coming. We're going to have, uh, Jessica on Jessica or Jessica Cruz on and Catherine Pearson on, but we're going to have Catherine on two days next week, I believe Tuesday and Thursday of next week, uh, to talk about some great things that are happening out at LCC. So, uh, I'm looking forward to having, uh, having KP on here to talk about that. I got to tell you, I've had my life insurance with Woman Life for more than 10 years, and I absolutely could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. The beauty of Woman Life, though, isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community, as evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or government agency that needs one right here in eastern North Carolina. Thank you so much to Danny Rice, Jared Edwards, and Woodman Life for sponsoring The Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kenston. It's right beside Highland Furniture across from Cell Auto Mall. Arendo Parrot Academy is the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region located on a beautiful 80-acre campus in Kenston. Parrot draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kinston, Greenville, Snow Hill, Newburn, Wilson, Goldsboro, Trenton, Maysville, Jacksonville, and maybe Hookerton. Parrot Academy remains steadfast in its purpose of providing the best possible instruction and learning environment for its students. 
Arendelle Parrot Academy students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road in Kempston. And again, want to thank all those sponsors. Uh, our day ones, man. Uh, and I forgive me if I bang on them a little bit here today because I really do appreciate it. But LCC, UNC Lenore Healthcare, Jacques Passlake, and Goico Office Automation, Keith Spence and Spence Automotive and Woodman Life, Danny Rice and Rendell Parrot Academy, and David Moody. Just uh, listen. Really appreciate them. The Kinston Police Department and John Clemens and the Down East Wood Ducks. This wraps up the first hour. Coming up in our second hour, Richie Honeycutt, Justin Stout on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.